Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is episode 4, The Conjuring. In 1970, paranormal investigators and demonologists Lorraine and Ed Warren are summoned to the home of Carolyn and Roger Perrin. The Perrins and their five daughters have recently moved into a secluded farmhouse where a supernatural presence has made itself known. Right, it's 918. We're headed down into the cellar where the door's just opened on its own. You give us a sign that you want to communicate with us. Nothing. What are you guys? Well, we've been called ghost hunters, paranormal researchers. But we prefer to be known simply as Ed and Lorraine Warren. Hello again. Um, tonight we have Steve with us. Good evening. And Paul. Hello. And we're speaking about The Conjuring. Now, this movie came out in 2013 the supernatural horror film directed by james wan james wan has directed some classic films uh, a few i've seen at the cinema saw was one of them uh there was insidious one and two he directed aquaman and the furious seven which some of you may have seen i haven't seen it but there oh. Um, the film starred Patrick Wilson as Ed Warren and Vera Famiga, or Famiga as Lorraine Warren. Um, and they were paranormal investigators, very famous investigators, I might say. Um, so this film were is... They? Yeah, yeah, very, very... It's, it's, it's based on a true story. There's, oh. um, they, they investigated Yamataville. Um, you probably heard of that. Uh, they, oh, okay. they investigated the one in london the enfield haunting back in i think that was in the 70s um the the next country film is about that uh, ah. so that's, that's quite a famous one in the uk uh they i'm sure you, you had the annabelle haunting of the doll quite a famous one again movies it's three films about that um so Character-wise, you have the five children. Um, you don't expect us to remember their names, eh? I know uh, there's one called Cindy and Abigail. One, yeah, I've done all right this time. I've done and, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you have Andrea, uh, and Nazi, yeah. Nazi, Christine. Yeah. Cindy and Mackenzie, the so five girls. Um, and you missed Abigail. Hang on, how many was that? I thought it was five. Is there an Abigail, is there? Well, there's an Abigail in the mix somewhere. Right, towards the mean, end. Yeah, yeah. Got the names wrong. Yeah. I mean, if you want the actual names, they were Go April, on. Cindy, Andrea, Nancy and Christine. But you were close. Who the fuck's Abigail close. then? Abby- <laughs> Who's Abigail? I think Abigail's your neighbour, and you've just heard her over the fence. Ah, that could be it. I was listening with the door open. Yep. Ah, well, your neighbour. Oh, well, I presume so. She must be called Abigail. <laughs> so, well, something must have bad must have happened because everyone was going Abigail, Abigail. Like, I don't wow. know what happened to her. 
Oh, you weren't looking over the fence with some binoculars or something, were you? Or? No, I couldn't see what was going on. Too many trees. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. <laughs> so, for me, this is this is my pick. Um, I love this film. I've seen it numerous occasions. I love the paranormal side of horror movies more than slashers. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I picked it. Um, I don't want to say too much without your guys' views on it, really, and then maybe I can counter it in some ways if if you do think it's terrible. But f- for me, it's probably the best film. You know, it's, it's a film I go back to a lot. Any of those Conjuring movies, any paranormal movies. Um, mm-hmm. I love them. So if you guys can just give me your views as uh, Steve don't like horror at all on on what you thought of this movie. Uh, You can break it down into parts and and, and think, I I don't know, but really what your opinions of it was. At a very top level, personally, I I liked it. I didn't mind it at all. I thought it was... uh, it was much more up my street, probably, than what else we've done and covered so far. Um, I couldn't necessarily, at this point, put into words particularly why uh, overall, but it had my curiosity going, I suppose. Yeah, well, I lo- yeah I, I'd really like the idea of it being all based on a true story. And these characters, I don't know if you want to YouTube them at some point, but Ed, Warren... Mm. Lorraine Warren are, are real people and they do have a there are parts in the film where you see their little museum where they you know they put the Annabelle doll and things like that and that really does exist um, yeah yeah I believe it's closed now I don't know if it is because I, I think it might be closed now because Ed Warren is dead isn't he he died in 2006 I think both of them have died she died just recently but I have watched a live stream in the last month of people going round at museum. So, uh, yeah, I think she died last year, didn't she? Yeah, it's, it's reasonably recent, but you know they are real real people, and they they looked at hundreds of cases, hundreds over the last forty years, maybe yeah. longer. But that's what I like about it. it you know, it's some. Kind of, especially the, you know the Enfield haunting. I think it was quite. There's a, there's a whole movie based on them going there, but you know it. I think they only made a brief appearance there. Obviously, to go from America to the UK. Uh-huh. But, um, Paul, you know, any thoughts before we break it down? Well, it was okay. I mean, I for me, I'd I'd rank it the same as Nightmare on Elm Street. It didn't particularly do anything for me. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't say it was a horrible movie, but... You probably found the lack of chairs a bit, you know, distracting. Well, that was <laughs> surpassed by the addition of birds for me. I, couldn't get past, I just couldn't get past the clocks. <laughs> what time was it? Was it 3... 3.07 a.m. 3.07 a.m. Why, why did it... 3 a.m. 3.07 a.m. Well, the thing about, the thing well, about that's this when she film, hung herself. Yes, that's right. That was the difference between this film... And Ravenous is eventually, after not being able to get past the clocks, I got past the clocks because they fucking explained what happened. <laughs> Whereas in that, the 
Ravenous, that never happened. It was I, think there's a, I think there's a sequel coming for Ravenous. What, to explain Ravenous. the chairs? Yeah, Ravenous 2, the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that. So, when we get to that, we can, we can review that. And... Oh, yeah. So my, my son's just about to start jumping up and down on a trampoline. Um, hopefully you won't hear him. Let me know if you are. What, in the house? No, just outside my office. Oh, okay. Shut the window. <laughs> I have, but he's quite noisy. He thinks he's a wrestler. Anyway, I digress. On a trampoline? Uh, yeah. Do they yeah. do that, wrestling on trampolines? All three of them constantly wrestling. Ollie's got a broken toe, my my oldest boy. Oh, right. From wrestling, yeah. There you go. Maybe not a good, <laughs> maybe not a good combination trampolines and wrestling combined. Oh, you want to try it, mate? It's great fun. Yeah. I'll bear that. Yeah, sounds like a laugh. So, Paul, you yes, you uh, didn't think it was quite as good as Ravenous. I'm getting from you, but well, I think all this is told all all I've learnt so far from the three that I've been on that it seems anything that is liked by the general public, um, I'm not that interested in. So maybe that says more about me than the movie. But it wasn't bad, but I just thought it was typical of a horror film, which is yeah. I really used to love horror films, and it's part of the reason I stopped watching, because mm. I got bored of of the formula. But yeah, I couldn't, what, you couldn't say that was a bad film, but... What I found quite interesting when I was looking at it, because it is a mainstream movie, uh, I've seen it at the cinema, and it was, owned, it was made for $20 million, which sounds a lot, or doesn't sound a lot compared to, to some movies, but... <sighs> It did make three hundred and nineteen million, which obviously is a box yeah. hit, isn't it? So like, yeah, a lot of people flock, especially at the time, because I don't think I think that was a bit of a game changer, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, because it did something different, and it, it had its own, it's, it, and it has its own kind of they call it the conjuring universe, but there is a group of films all made around these people, all linked together. And it makes millions every time a new one comes out. And there'll be another one coming out in the next couple of months. Yeah. Uh, Conjuring 3. 20 million is a fairly mod- modest budget for... Yeah, there wasn't much CGI. Did you think there was? I thought there was a I lot of... didn't notice any. No, it was like... The birds, I would have said, at the end. Yeah, maybe, no, they, were, yeah. they were real birds, mate, fired from a cannon. <laughs> I read that what? on Wiki... Wikipedia. Well, it must be true if it's on Wikipedia. <laughs> so, what what type of birds were they? Pigeons. Pigeons. I think it could have been a mix, a good mix. Um, they didn't make, what, they like, didn't make pigeon noises. They didn't sound like pigeons. A bird pick and mix. They, they should have thrown a few penguins in there, maybe a, an ostrich. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> Just, uh, you know? Mix it up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Penguin would have done more damage. It'd have gone through the windows easier. That would have definitely gone through the windows. So hmm. let's break it into the parts of the film. So you have a house being haunted, but they came, they come in, don't they? So the house wants to possess a person, or not, not a house. But it is a house at first, isn't it? 
So and no, I think it, I think it's the woman that wants to yeah. possess the people. Bathsheba. Yeah, Bathsheba, but she kind of is within the house. Yeah. Um. So they move in, and she doesn't want anyone else to own the house or be part of the house. So. No. And Lassie but, knew this at the start. He did. He's having none of this. Fuck this house. I'm not going near that. But she wants to possess a person and, and get into the. That well, it's the whole family, really, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, it's possess the mother to kill the child. Was it? Yes. Paul's got it exactly. Exactly what. But that's ah. what she did to her own child, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. That much I know. She yeah. sacrificed her own child because she was a witch, then hung herself from the tree in the garden. Mm-hmm. Why'd she hang, too... hang herself? It was because she was, what, upset about it? or? I think she sacrificed herself. To get closer herself. to Satan, I think. Yeah. She sacrificed right. herself she... to Satan. But she never... Well, she stayed with the house, though. She didn't... If she wanted to go to hell, she didn't. No, she stayed on the land. 200 acres. It... Yes. But and that's why people was, died at different places on the on the map. They, they did on the yeah on on, on the map. They well, they went through the map, and then there was a few places where other people had died. Um, so they're being haunted. So they call in the Warrens. Yeah, yeah. Mulder so and she Scully. goes. Yeah, Mulder and So they call in, and and they come in, and their assistant. I've got this written down. His name was. Drew. Yeah. And they brought him in and they brought in Brad the policeman. He didn't come off too well, did he? he when he survived. But he got yeah, him. he was in it briefly and it was, you know, I thought he was quite funny the bits he was in. Mm-hmm. So, without giving it, well, it's, this is hard not to... I'm gonna to have to have spoilers. The uh, I think we're okay. I think people would have seen it by now. Do you think yeah. so? Do you think I mean so? seven years. Yeah. Well Yeah. Not everyone had seen Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Triangle was probably that as well, wasn't it? Maybe even longer. That was older, I think. <coughs> was that two thousand and seven? Yes. Now, oh, nine, actually, no, correction, it was 2009. 2009, this is 2013. So, the, there's a few bits of the film I really enjoyed. One of them was the, I think they called it Clap and Seek, yeah? Yeah. So, one of the children, or they get blindfolded, and mm-hmm. the, so the children go off and hide, and they, they go and hide, and they get three chances to clap. Like that, yeah, that's clap. So, yeah, they're blindfolded and they have to make their, make their way towards the sound, and they get free time. They can do that and yeah. and find who they're trying to find. Um, mm-hmm. So the bit I really enjoyed was I think it was the mum and the youngest of the children were playing this game, and the mum is heading. You know, she she's wandering around blindfolded, blundering along. Um, and and the claps and she's hearing claps and she heads into the bedroom and there's that wardrobe. Um, so she heads, heads towards the wardrobe, opens it up, and a pair of hands come out, and then the daughter claps from 
from the other side of the room. So yeah, giving you the impression, or there was definitely something else clapping and not a door. So that was a bit spooky. Hmm. And then you get, and the the other bit I really enjoyed was again it was with the wardrobe. Um, <laughs> I love this wardrobe. This wardrobe's great. So all, it, you, all you want in films is clapping and wardrobes. Clapping like that. Wardrobes. So chairs. Chair. There chairs. I think a few chairs were thrown about. There were a few chairs around, Matty. Yeah. We'll get she to was tied to one. She was tied to one. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Spoil it. So there's a bit where the little girl, where's the girl called? Is it Christine? <laughs> Is it Christina? Put me right, Paul. What was her name? Well, what what scene are you about to describe? I'm, I'm talking about the girl, girl banging her head on a wardrobe. Ah, uh, that wasn't. That's the youngest one. Was that the youngest one, or was that Cindy? Which one was banging Cindy her head? Cindy bangs. On? Cindy bangs her head on the wardrobe. Uh, Cindy's banging her head on the wardrobe. Uh, April was the youngest one that was playing the game with her mum. Yes. But who's Abigail? Who's the one? <laughs> Abigail was your next door neighbour. Sorry, okay. yeah, I forgot that already. Yeah, okay. Uh, so we had Andrea, Nancy, Christina, Cindy, Mackenzie. That sound right, Paul? I think it's April, Cindy, Andrea, Nancy, Christine. Who's Mackenzie? <laughs> I think you're thinking of Mackenzie Crook. <laughs> oh. But I could be wrong. No, I'll right. tell you what, I'll Google it I'll... while you talk about it. <laughs> you you Google it and you put me right in a minute. So, so yeah. I want to talk about the wardrobe. So right. you've got, she's banging yeah. the red on a wardrobe and then I think, I can't remember what sister it is, but there's, there's a great scene where Bashida jumps down off the top of the wardrobe and that's the first time you see her and she just, she had that bit of a, the way you see her, it reminded me of Reagan in Exorcist. You know, she's she, she mm. up there. And mm-hmm. I thought that was brilliant. That, that was a massive thing for me when I saw that. That's a proper good, for me, it's a jump scare. It's great. Yeah. It's, uh, um, I watched this yesterday again with my uh, 11-year-old boy, and he thoroughly enjoyed it. It didn't make him jump at all. Well, it did me. It, yeah, it did me as well. I thought it was brilliant. Um, so I enjoyed those parts anything stand out for you Stephen Paul um, well I personally thought particularly at the big, in the first sort of half an hour or so that the, the jump scares were quite not that frequent but they were quite subtly done if you know what I mean whereas um, a film like Elm Street for example would set it up in a very obvious way you knew yeah. full well a jump scare was coming and in a sense you would in this too and there was one involving a wardrobe so i'm surprised you didn't mention it but she was the mother was looking through the wardrobe to see whether anything was in there because i think she heard breathing or something like that right and was sort of pushing all the clothes to one side trying to see if anything was lurking in there but then the jump scare came from somewhere completely different. So I, I'm gullible, I guess, when it comes to the kind of So I was thinking in any second somebody's going to jump out of the clothes and strangle her or something like that. But actually, one of the kids just appeared at the door behind her and kind of went, boo! And on the, on the audio side of it, it was really loud, this, this yes. boo. Yeah. And 
I think that's it, that scene I was talking about. With yeah, it was around that point because yeah, there, yeah. there was definitely a wardrobe, but it was the girl coming into the kitchen or where they were in the kitchen. It must have been the bedroom, but that made me jump. But I thought they'd set this. It was a misdirection thing because they'd set the whole shot up to look like something was about to happen in the scene with the wardrobe, but it actually came from behind, and the sound sort of came from behind as well. Right. And I. Yeah, it got me. It made me jump, but then this seems to happen to me all the time. And other people go, "Oh yeah, you dickhead." <laughs> no, that, that, exactly that happened to me because I think that's what you want. I, I want to be scared. I want to be jumped. I won't watch it otherwise. No, no, you know, no. You, you want that. You, you know, sometimes you feel it coming, and it's just a matter of time. And then sometimes the ones that just come out mm. of nowhere. Yeah, they do work. But there is one other observation about a number of the jump scares because. Again, to compare with Elm Street, that successfully made me jump out of my skin several times. A combination of the audio and the the sort of imagery, which wasn't ever that clear, but it, it was effective in making you jump. Then something about the jump scares in this film, and I, I could not explain why it is, but it gave me the the tingle, you know, the tingle down your spine, the goosebumps. On a number of occasions, my whole body yeah. went, Ugh! And yep. I'm like, what's it doing that makes that happen? Because I've never got that once off any of this other stuff we've watched so far on these podcasts. It was like, why is it doing that? But it, it did. And it was I, kind of cool. But I just don't know why. That's why I love this film. Because there's, there's five other ones like that. Yeah, at least, that, yeah. That. Like, right. But the fact, well, the fact that it was consistent really fascinate yeah. me so you think maybe one of them it was the sound or the timing i don't know what it would be but there was a, a good like you say about five six maybe where there was this tingle went through the whole body it was like, oh what and it had made me jump as well but what why it did the old goosebump thing i didn't i don't know i don't know how it did it or whether it's a personal thing i don't know but it's kind of cool it was, yeah it's brilliant i've done it's a very i think it was well directed well it's very for its time you, you look at it not it's meant to look like the 70s and it certainly does i think mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. i think it captures the whole yeah even their haircuts and things just captures oh, yeah. it so well um no I, I i love it nothing but good things to say really um and if now steve get you on that I, yeah i don't mind you jumping around you know well yeah also, some of the jumps that came from simple things like just a banging door. There was a bit early on where they got up in the night because there was a knock-knock, but very loud knock-knock at the door or yeah. on a door nearby. And they were sort of creeping around cautiously trying to work out where that had come from. And then there was a massive knock-knock at the door next to the one she was. one yeah. of them was stood by. And the, the character in the film jumped, but certainly I did as well. Like, Jesus, that was loud. <laughs> were you watching that? Were you watching that quite late? Obviously, no. Uh, I watched it about two hours an hour before. ago. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> Literally, That's I finished it ten minutes before we did this. Um, just that it was a bit busy day. Best way to do it. Yeah, best way to do it. Sometimes, yeah, All fresh, fresh in the mind. Um, but it did. It did that in several places where however mundane a sound it was, just like a knock at a door, there'd be something like a knock-knock to set the mood that was quite loud, and then the real mega knock at the door that was stupidly loud, well, 
based on how I was listening to it, I could have shared it with the whole town. I think so. uh, that would sound nice in your system, though. I can imagine. Yeah, it did, and the, everything about it did. It, I think the audio was very, very good, and you know the way they tweaked it to make it louder or softer and all of that. And I think I said that about Elm Street in places as well. You know, it's subtle things like that that make quite a lot of difference, really, to how yeah. you and react. Both had great sound on them. Yeah. So, Paul, did you, you know, any 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 favourite bits or anything you want to uh, slag off? I mean, I really like the bit at the start where Annabelle drew all over the wall and crying. That was good. I thought yeah. that was really good. Um, yeah. And then when they threw her in the bin to get rid of her, like just like you would a regular child, really. Yeah. I presume. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a keep, parent. I don't they, know. But I presume they, they draw on the walls, you toss them in the bin. And they keep coming back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly that. And you're like, but, I told you, stay in the naughty bin. Yeah. But they keep coming back. Oh, dear. Drawing all over the wall. Dear God. Well, you were just like that, Paul. No, I never, never did that. I wasn't <laughs> allowed crimes because I'd eat them. He spent a lot of time. He spent a lot of time in the bin, though. <laughs> yeah, it's always in the naughty bin. <laughs> so, but no, it was. The, I, I'd I'd agree with Stephen on the scares and stuff. And I, I think I've made it sound like I thought the, the the movie was horrible. But there's lots of bits that got me. I thought it 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 was well done in that sense yeah, that it, it does give you sort of yeah. a creep there's a very creepy feeling to it as well isn't it but mm, there's even that... bits where you know something's coming like i almost felt like there was going to be something on top of the wardrobe um in that scene where she's banging her head and then she puts a, a younger sister in bed and then you hear the wardrobe banging and then all of a sudden she opens it and there's nothing i think she opens it i'm not sure but then whatever the witch is on top and you kind of know it's coming but it's still something about it's really quite freaky i watched that in the cinema and i i just shit myself yeah superb mate you could feel it in the cinema the whole whoa Mm. yeah brilliant you know say what didn't you like Anything you didn't like, because I can't really, I can't be negative, negative about it at all. To be honest, considering that was the first one of the, uh, the at least five films that have come out. Um, is there five now? Six, I think. There might two. be more than that now. Is there three, three Annabelle films? There's three there? Annabelles. There's a nun, and there's two hundred. There's six, and there's a cursed Lorona or something that's linked to it. So yeah, seven in the universe um conjuring universe mm-hmm. is there anything you didn't like, like I, th- I mean it sounds like a weird thing to say because a lot of the scares and stuff did still get me but i think my only major criticism was that i thought it was a bit formulaic in the sense that it reminded me of the horror films i used to watch and i kind of stopped watching them because i felt like it was going through the same process again and again so what obviously at some point you you've got bored of horror films when was that what what the scream era or was that a bit later than that or you know you're talking late 90s 90s 2000s i'm gonna say maybe late 90s but i'm terrible with years of film so it could be later than that if i'm honest but i lost i lost my love for it for a bit 
But I really like things like Wreck and stuff like that. Which is brilliant film. Yeah. Well worth reviewing. That one is superb. Um, but that's more... Uh, uh, what would you? What what do they call those films? That is it, like a found footage film, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I think so. Really, yeah. Blair Witch, that kind of interesting. Well, well worth a watch, Dave. Wreck. It's, it's, is it Spanish? It is a Spanish film. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Spanish. There is. No, but, but maybe there's, there's, a, thing there's a remake. Maybe I only like horrors if they're not. Uh, if they're in, maybe that's my yeah. problem. <laughs> this film so, is too English for there, me. There's a, there's an American. There is an American version. There's a remake. Um, Quarantine, mm-hmm. it's called, Steve. Have a watch. Good. Quarantine. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, uh, this kind of, for me, got me back big time into watching a lot more horror. Yeah. Well, I, I have to say, I didn't really spot this as turning into an exorcism scenario. Yes. Early on. I thought it was a haunted house. I hadn't really latched on to this idea that the that the spirit or the demon actually in the house would was likely to possess I thought it was just going to continue to scare them and mess up their their lives really I didn't think it was a possession kind of scenario and it, that it would end in the next season. but I thought well, that was quite fun what was quite interesting like, and I'm not sure how it all worked because she was haunting you say she was a demon and she was haunting their lands her you know yeah. that, however far it was but then he ended up in a rocking chair at the Warren's house hmm without many well, more spoilers there, there'll be other times that <coughs> demons are spotted at the Warren's house but um, yeah I thought that was interesting I didn't know what what the reason was but um, is it because she's a witch is she able to I think the Warrens use... are a witch as well do you think no, I mean the Bathsheba, or whatever her name was. Bathsheba, yeah. Maybe because she left the necklace. Like, is there a spell that she can do that she can transfer anywhere through belongings? Because they had the two necklaces, didn't they? And she lost a necklace so in what? the basement. Ah. So you see the necklace spinning in the basement, yeah. and then it starts yeah. spinning in the bedroom. I miss that. Ah. So I'm going to have to watch it for the eighth time. <laughs> so, that's great Paul you picked that up I'll look for that next time and there's also when you see her sitting in the chair doing the doll's hair it's a bit reminiscent of the scene early on where Judy's in the chair with her mum Lorraine and she's doing her hair mm. it sort of echoes back to that a bit doesn't it you only watch it once yeah that's good man that's good But so, I thought they had some nice, nice little touches in it as well. Things like, I don't know if it was in his intention, but the scene at the end with the birds, I didn't know whether that was like him paying homage to um, and the actual film, The Birds. And like when there's a telly, the static on the telly, that's a bit like the poltergeist, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a few similarities to other, to other movies. Um, but that James one is... He's, he's one, well, I think he's a fantastic director. Whatever he does. I don't know if you ever saw Saw, the original. Yeah, I really like that film. Yeah, that was him. And it's mm. one of the, the early, I think he's done some not so good ones, you could call them. 
didn't he create Billy the puppet? Isn't that what the puppet's called from Saw? Billy, yeah. Billy. I have a Billy puppet in my office. A model, <laughs> model, a model of him. Yeah. Very nice too, he is. <laughs> I might right. have an Annabelle. So, there you go. So, we're at the 32-minute mark. It's pretty good. Pretty good. So, Please don't say we need to drag this out a bit more. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not going to drag it out a bit more because I love. <laughs> that the should film be and, fucking your you know, merch with that on. That's the catchphrase. I think let's we need drag, to drag this out. <laughs> right, bonus. That's, We're going to drag this kind of, out. Yeah, it's those kind of catchphrases that I think really keep people listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so obviously, last week we didn't have as many listeners, and I'm not no. sure whether it was what happened to Cletus. We had no Cletus, whether I pissed him off too much. Yes, because you slacked off. Um... Yeah, no, I, I have to admit, I, I, all apologies for that, Cletus. If you are listening this week, and I didn't want to upset anyone's feelings. or That's, no. not, what I'm, that's not what I'm about. So, my apologies. Okay? Do, you want to, do you want to pay homage to him? He'd probably like that. I'm sure he's a very nice man. <laughs> um. But yeah, my, my my apologies. You know, follow us on, on Facebook. Like, tell me I'm a dickhead. You know, but yeah, my apologies. So last week's Ravenous wasn't as popular as our other films, but I think it was just the film choice. I don't think anyone. Yeah, no, I've, I'm I'm sure you're right, but I don't think any of the films. I've been that terrible. There's a lot worse we could review, but maybe it's just not as well known. So hopefully more and more people will listen to us and I'm sure, you know, I'm pretty sure they get better. So, so we, should we, uh, rate this film? Are you, are you ready to rate it? Or do you want to uh, drag it out a bit more? Is there anything else, anything else you want to say? Mm. No. no no i think we should brace it okay yeah. so i'm gonna give it a nine because oh, i love big it numbers it is I, I love it a lot so i can't say anything bad about it i can't say anything bad about the actors i uh, could say something a bit bad okay. i thought some of the dialogue sounded very unnatural Particularly between the between the girls, you know, the the, the sisters, because you know, this is a really stupid thing, but it's just the kind of thing I pick up on. But um, who, what was the name of the girl who found the sort of music box? Was that the youngest one? Yeah. That's April, right? Yeah. Well, at one point, after she's found this object, she sort of turns around and goes, "Look what I found, Cindy." And to me, and it is a really pedantic thing, but I can't imagine people calling their sisters in that sort of scenario by their name or even putting their name on it. Look what I found, Cindy. It just Wait, doesn't what? sound right. Well, she meant to go, Oi, fuck yeah. place. Yeah, literally. Look, look, look what I found, dumbass. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't sound right. <laughs> what did you call your brother when you were younger then? Blubber guts. My, my, 
See, my brother I called Ploppy Pants. <laughs> oh, Ploppy Pants, look what I found. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That, that I'm works. I'm it now. And that, that works quite well. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It, it wasn't... I was going to say, it is a very silly point, but yeah. there's something about that that just doesn't roll yeah. off. Yeah. It, it people seven... calling other people's by their names is just yeah. unrealistic, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. And, and I don't know what the fuck James Wan was thinking. He's Australian. Exactly. Oh, well, there you go. Australian. It, it, it should have been. Look what I found, mate. Couldn't it? <laughs> I think well, he's I don't know. the worst Australian he's accent a, he's ever. A, he's of Malaysian Chinese descent, so I don't know that he's quite got oh, that God, accent. What? But yeah, I have to complicate everything. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Oh well, that's, okay then. He's, he's half Malaysian. Okay. I'm keeping my mouth shut because uh, <laughs> well, I'm just Malaysian trying to listeners. throw some facts into the podcast. Oh, I, mean, yeah, you are. So <laughs> I love this film. Nine out of ten. What's your favourite bit? When the fucking guy in the cupboard clapped. Like, you're so easily pleased. (laughs) (laughs) It's unbelievable. (laughs) Just because I find cupboards more interesting than fucking chairs. (laughs) Stephen doesn't even know the names of the people in the film. I know the names of some people that aren't in the film. Yeah, you got that down to a T. Yeah. What's her name? Abigail. So wind your neck in, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you don't know. You don't know everything. <laughs> can, can we have this conversation now, please? Because you know, I've just done my nine out of ten. Now, right. la- last week, <laughs> last week, right? Paul came up with some amazing stuff after the podcast had finished. He had the answer for everything, didn't he? He ha- certainly did have the answer for everything. So, what are you holding back on this week? Come on, Paul. What well, you, what, what's what you your rating? Know. What's your rating and what you're holding back on? Five out of ten is what I'm going to give it. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's lower than fucking Ravenous. <laughs> <laughs> it's not lower than what I rated Ravenous. I know. <laughs> Am I, right? I don't know what to say. I know the grit. I know the. <laughs> I know the public loved it. I know you guys love both of these films. I don't know what to say, but you you liked a film where a boy claps in a cupboard and before that about a paedophile who slashes people up. We're rated higher. Yeah. Yeah. So, is there any interesting facts about the film? Obviously, because I know you'd have done some research, Paul. So, he's revealed that already. Was that all of it? Because like, I thought that was it last time, and then Paul, with Ravenous, he come up with some quite well, interesting yeah, that's stuff. Well, it depends what you want to know. There were eight generations of families that lived in that house before the right, parents here we moved go. into here it. Here we go, here we go, Paul. Okay. Come on. So, uh, Andrea Perrin suggested that some of the spirits from the families never left, and the deaths included two suicides, a poisoning, the rape and murder of an 11-year-old girl, which is presumably why you like the film, Two drownings and the Jesus. passing of <laughs> That's a bit hard, mate. <laughs> right, carry on. I know that Cut. you're sat there now in your stripy jumper, <laughs> loving this. The oh, film was dear. shot in chronological order. Oh. What was so shot in the... Go on. Oh, I'm, I'm running out now. I'm running out. It's interesting, Paul. 
I've got no more facts for you, unfortunately. So what order were they in? Is that the first one? Or is... It can't well, be. What do you mean? Now, when I say the film, is that mean, it means it's shot in the order... They've not shot sequences out of order. Oh, okay. That's yeah, interesting, yeah. yeah. Why'd they do that? I don't know. I don't know if it's true. If there's other fans of the film out there, they might be able to you would think that, my see, I, I, I think it naturally you would kind of film it in order, would you? Or is it kind of all scenes? Is it all built and go, oh, we're here, we're going to do that scene, that scene, the end scene? And then we're yeah, well, you should you piss sh- off somewhere else and do the rest. And yeah, so if you've got several scenes at one location, you'd normally shoot all them first, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't film, you wouldn't film it in order because it would just be. But mm. wouldn't that, But wouldn't there be, say, a matter of months from, you know, in time through the beginning and the end of the film, you'd have a different haircut or. Must be quite hard for continuity, well, you know. Well, that no, no, no. That's a problem. It doesn't matter what order you shoot it in. That continuity can still be a problem. If you shot, let's say, the end of the film first, and then six months later you film the beginning, they're still got to look. I mean, that's the same. Depending on, depending on the time period of the actual film, they've still got to potentially look the same so that's always an issue but i do think it's an odd idea i mean out of, as a principle to film it in in order i think that's really rare and i'm wondering why they did that most of it's in that house though isn't it yeah i mean location wise it may not have been a huge problem but it tends not to be the way that works best from a production point of view you know, uh, I mean, at the very least, you'd expect that maybe you shot a scene and then as the film goes on, you realise actually that scene where it is hasn't followed the path I wanted to. Let's go back and reshoot that at a later date to have to have got it 100% right at every stage in chronological order seems kind of unlikely, really. Well, yeah. I'm not saying Paul hasn't got his facts straight. It could well be true, but it's surprising that that... Well, it's su- I think surprised me. I think, yeah, he's been quite aggressive with his facts, so I'm sure he's... <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I'm sure he's right. Don't so question I, I the oracle. I wouldn't, I wouldn't question the oracle, no. Well, I mean, if I'm wrong, I mean, I, listeners can let us know. Let us know, please. Yeah, 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 please. Yeah, please. So, <laughs> what rating would you give it, Paul? I gave it a five. You, you were disgusted, remember? That's yeah, what. That's, yeah, that was about half hour ago. Um, <laughs> right, Steve, what rating? I'm going to go as generous as seven and a half. That's nice. So we've got a nine, a seven, and a five, which gives us a seven. I'm not, I'm not allowed a half. You're not allowed a half? I'm not allowed a half. I was going to give it seven and a half. What, a semi? Yeah. yeah, seven boners and a semi. Seven and a half boners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. So there's going to be, you know, across the three seven of us, it's seven, 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 seven and a half. It's good. Seven. Yeah. So it's our highest rated film. Yep. There's nothing new that. about it, Paul. No. Yeah, you've outnumbered. I am outnumbered. And outnumbered massively by the public as well. 
Yes, yeah. indeed. Next time indeed. we'll watch something in Spanish but with Indian subtitles. Do it. That'll, that'll <laughs> sort him out, wouldn't it? He'll be happy then. So not, neither the dialogue or subtitles will make any sense at all. Then he'll be happy. <laughs> That's brilliant. So let's move on. So what okay. did we watch this week? Uh, what have you been watching? No, seriously, what have you been watching? Well, I don't know. Some of us have been a bit busy, Kev. I know you're sat around doing fuck all, but <laughs> we can't watch films all the time. I've, I seriously haven't watched anything else. Ah, oh, dear. I mean, I watched a riveting webinar on importing after the end of the transition period, but I don't think the <laughs> listeners are going to want to hear about that. Can you hear the bonus rising now? You can. <laughs> oh, God, do I edit this out or do I leave it in? It's quite oh, interesting. Cut this, isn't it? Out. cut this out. I don't know. <laughs> because I've watched a few things this week. So, what have I watched this week? Here we go. I watched six episodes of the Trailer Park Boys. Series 8, Ooh. which is so good. You got Horrorgeddon. Oh, that's a, yeah. You, mm. all those episodes with J Rock, it, it's just fantastic. I was sat there one evening, uh, I watched, I think I watched four or five episodes. I was meant to be going to bed. And obviously, I'm not working at the moment. I'm, I've been kind of told I can't work for the last eight weeks. Yeah. It's been, it's been hard. Um, so I watched four or five one night and I watched another couple and then another one. Yeah. Well, I, I can relate to that more. I haven't watched trailer park boys in a while, but now, now you're talking about something I understand because it's so stupid that I love it. And, uh, I think Ricky takes it to new levels. Yeah. That, that, that series is one. There are some bits I've no doubt forgotten, but I have fond memories of Series 8 and that whole saga around the... What did Bubbles call the... Shed and Breakfast? Shed and Breakfast. you got so many things. you got Horror Again, Shed and Breakfast. you got Orangey. you got all Orangey 2.0, I know, yeah. yeah. you got all these... Uh, it's, it's just... Um, you know, Orangey in the ice. Really, he, he's trying to cool down one of the one of the caravans so he puts it they put in this massive aircon unit and it's so cold in there that he fills it with water and, and has an ice hockey rink in the caravan but he let orangey go for a swim and orangey gets frozen <laughs> in there and it's just and poor old bubbles he's one of the characters he's he's got about 50 orangeys for every time ricky kills one because he does so many shooters and Mm. so many joints with him this goldfish <laughs> yeah for, for anyone who's not seen this before we're talking about orangey as a goldfish yeah so for me this series is i'm on i've watched it three times up to series 10 now so i'm on my third loop and i can just keep watching it and watching it it is absolutely brilliant so um oh, i know it, it's, I, on I, Net, it's on netflix and they're all on there and they're unbelievable they are unbelievable and actually Despite how daft it is, they are very funny. I'll agree with Kev on this one. They are... You have to get into it a bit, but Trailer Park Boys does grow on you, and there's a lot of entertainment to be had. So I back up that one. Yeah. The yeah. second thing I watched... I remember, you know, 
I mentioned I watched Slumber Party Massacre, so I watched the second one this week on Prime. Um, it's terrible. Wow. It, it was terrible. There was like... best way to explain it was... There was like a, a ghost that was... It was, it was like a musical. There was a ghost who... Well, a ghost. There was a serial killer... <laughs> Michael ghost, Jackson wasn't ghost. in it by chance, yeah. was he? Uh, it would have been better if he had been. But there was this <laughs> rock star serial killing ghost thing come back with a guitar with a drill bit on the end of it that he would ram oh. it. It was ridiculous. And it was terrible and there weren't as many naked women and things like that in it. So it, it was shit. So it, it was no point... <laughs> What would the rating have been if it had had more naked women and shit in it? A lot higher, Steve. Of course. It would have gone from a 3 out of 10 to an 8. You know, but... Okay. So what quality What quality is made up of 3? Well, there was one set of tits in it. That got it to 3. <laughs> so that's 2 points. One for each tip, presumably. <laughs> that's very good. So... Oh, that. That did it. There was some attractive women in it, and there was a few musical rambers. One of them was okay. One of the musical names. It was a weird film on Prime. Watch it. Terrible. I forgot what it's called. What is it called? It was called The Slumber Party Massacre 2. Oh, I see. There are other films in. in Slumber Massacre Party 3 is not on there, whether that exists, (coughs) but there's like a swimming pool party massacre and sorority party massacre, and there's a few on there, but I've not watched those yet. And was, uh, there actu- was there actually a massacre? Presumably. Uh, yeah, they all got killed, didn't they? So, like, yeah, I suppose... Yeah, there was a massacre of sorts. <laughs> now, the third one I watched, which I watched on Shudder... I know you probably don't have that, boys, but... Mm. It was called One Cut of the Dead. And probably one of the best films I've seen this year. It's a Korean film. Subtitles again, Paul. No, so, um, but this will be up my street. I'm not going to give too much away, other than it's a kind of one cut film of a, of a zombie film. So all in one cut, um, which is amazing to watch. So I don't want to give too much away because it will spoil it for everyone. So I watched this with my 11 year old. No one dies or anything. So it is absolutely amazing. And the thing is, I watched the Joe Bob Briggs version. So if anyone hasn't watched Shudder or Joe Bob Briggs, he's, he's a guy who he'll introduce a film and every 20 minutes or so, it stopped the film and it tell you some fun facts and things like that about the film. And then the film will carry on for another 20 minutes and it tells some more bits and it's quite funny and it's well. So I watched the Joe Bob Briggs version on a shutter last Saturday or Sunday. Sunday, I think. Um, watch it if you have shudder. It, it is mm. the J. Bob Briggs is very, very funny. And, and he he does all sorts of films um in the same format, you know say a bit about it, about the actors, about how much it costs and whatever. Funny facts and then play the film again. That's good. So that's what I watched last week. So, Steve, you watched mm. Fuck All, I presume. 
No, not really. I don't think I watched anything worth a mention. I mean, I there's a few things I in terms of what I would I literally watch anything. Yeah, but there's a few people on YouTube I sort of tune into fairly regularly on very very boring topics often, and um, I didn't watch any films or even TV programs really last this last week I don't think and I often don't which is why I'm a useless member of this podcast for well, you're not, many many you're other not. reasons too but <laughs> you're not aggressive like others um, no I don't have to know every fucking thing do I I don't have to know the answer to every question in the world that's one not... quality and that's, that's a good thing that I don't have to because the sad truth is I don't know the answer to very many questions at all <laughs> So, how about you, Paul? I haven't watched anything myself either this week, unfortunately, <laughs> so we're of no help to you on this. What I need? I spent all my time looking up facts on the on the conjuring for your podcast. <laughs> yeah, but you've, you've thrown some bits in at the end then, and I'm pleased we got them out there. Um, you know, it could have done with being a little less aggressive and basically accusing me of, like, being a paedophile. But, like... <laughs> but other than that, it was... Other than that... Went away, yeah. it, it was good. It was good. Well, it's something to work on for next week, isn't it? Yeah, it, it was good. Yeah, but don't it, call yeah. Kev a paedophile. And be no. less aggressive. Yeah, yeah. And I like to see 11-year-olds killed. Bloody fascist. There's so many rules. Yeah. <laughs> but... No, at the moment, I've got a lot of time. Well, I watch a lot of horror films anyway. I'm going to watch at least two or three movies a week. So. And I'll probably watch another one tonight. Yeah. So, that was The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter at hor- uh, Bones Horror Pod and on Facebook at Bones Horror Podcast. Um, we do need to get people giving us some feedback it would be good if, if you listen to it give us a rating not one two or three five would be nice five gold stars would be lovely um and we keep doing this and if you don't like it we're still going to keep doing this <laughs> we're going to keep doing it mm. you know, there's no point in giving us bad reviews because just, this is not ever going to stop it's not going to stop no us. matter what you think and Paul loves doing it. He loves coming up with a little bit of information at the end. Aggressively. Yeah, to make us all look stupid. Yes. Because he's done it. He's done He's done the proper homework. He has, yeah. Maybe okay. there'll be some more, you know, in the After Hours version when we've finished yes, this. Yes, the Patreon. <laughs> the Patreon version. We're working on that. Only £50 a month. But <laughs> 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 Paul's... Info. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, that was Conjuring. Thank you very much. Oh, hang on. We haven't decided what we're going to uh, watch next week. And this week it's Stephen's turn to choose. Mm. Well, funnily enough, there was something i am been feeling curious to revisit after a number of years. And it's even been mentioned already. Ooh. In the spirit of uh, found footage, oh. and indeed the actual film has been mentioned, Blair Witch. Yes. 
I want to rewatch and review Blair Witch. Is that on Primal Netflix? Is it? Is it on? No idea, and I don't care. I want to do Blair Witch. Okay, <laughs> I think I think it's on. I think I've got it on Star Trek. I have. I think I've it's on. I've got it on disc somewhere. Oh, yeah. so Paul might have to actually... Wait, Paul could pop well, it all around. Well, disc. Oh, yeah, yeah I'll the corner. <laughs> you can toss each other off together and, and watch it. Oh, we did Steve. that last night. So, <laughs> <laughs> so as long as you're at two metre distance, it's so fine. It, uh, well, it might be going down to a metre next week, I've heard. Yeah, you might be able to reach them. Wow. Oh. Well, on that very note. Long arms. <laughs> oh, an orangutan. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, let's wrap it up. First yes. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank you very much. We will see you next week. Hope you enjoyed this. It's been fun. Thank you. Ta da, dudes. Bye. Wasn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.